Welcome to Talking Wyndham, your weekly insight into the people who make our city surprising, fascinating, vibrant and interesting. Talking Wyndham is an initiative of the Committee for Wyndham. All the latest news and events are on our website and Facebook page. Hi and welcome to the Talking Wyndham podcast. My name's Kevin Hillier, here of course for the Committee for Wyndham and you can uh, jump on their Facebook page or on the website and check out uh, all the details about the uh, Committee for Wyndham, what they're doing, uh, the work they're doing, the work they have planned, the events they have planned. Now that we can actually plan some events, which is good news in itself, uh, the calendar that's coming up and of course uh, what it means to be a member of the Committee for Wyndham and how you can go about uh, being a member of the benefits you get from that. So that's all on the Facebook page and on the website. Now today we have the opportunity to catch up with the, uh, the Mayor of the City of Wyndham. That's Adele Hegedich. Now, Adele, of course, on the 17th of November will be the uh, election for the next mayor of the City of Wyndham. It could be Adele, it could be uh, a new member of council, but that will happen on the 17th of November. So an opportune time for us. And fortunately, she could fit us into her schedule to be able to uh, have a chat about uh, the last 12 months and her couple of terms uh, as a councillor in the City of Wyndham. And of course, a couple of times also as the mayor of the City of Wyndham. So let's have a chat to the mayor. Adele, thanks so much for joining us on the Talking Wyndham podcast in your busy schedule. Thanks, Kevin, for the invite. Um, it's a pleasure it's a pleasure to be here this afternoon. Well, tell us about what it's been like to be the Mayor this time around of uh, the City of Wyndham in, in, God knows, such trying times. It's uh, definitely been, it's definitely been challenging. Um, having come back after four years, I find that it's a, di- it's a completely different space and I think... Um, it's an exciting time. I, I've I've been saying it for a while. With uh, with COVID having come in, I think it's also presented new opportunities. As much as it's you know the devastation that's come with it, but it's definitely presented new opportunities. So to be part of a, a team that's looking at coming out of COVID and and to lead this community, I think it's it's an exciting. It's definitely an exciting time at the moment. We've got some great counsellors, um, and we've got a great. Uh, new CEO that just started with us this year, so it's um, yeah, it's, it's some exciting times ahead, I think, for us. Well, let's talk about when you know back in November of twenty twenty when you decided to to take on the mayoral role again. Um, any trepidation given what was going on around the world and around the city of Wyndham at the time? Uh, I wouldn't say trepidation um, necessarily. I think um, for me it was a bit of an exciting time. It was it was a time where I was able to look at, at the team that I had around me and and excited to take on this this role about where are we going, how, how are we going to make a difference. And I, I ran on a platform of, you know, good governance is something that I've, I, I ran on a platform for, but I also ran on a platform of, you know, trying to re-emerge out of COVID, that it's no longer going to be business as usual. Um, it's also about looking at the fact that, as a council, we've always explored these issues of like a 20-minute city. Uh, we've looked at issues of working from home and how does that fit in. And now all of a sudden we've been thrust into uh, working from home. We've been, we've been, we recognise the parks in our local area. We've, we're suddenly realising the 20-minute neighbourhood and how council can lead the, uh, lead that in that space. Yeah. So, you know, taking on, taking the reins in the, in November of last year, I, I was excited about uh, being able to to lead a council that was going to uh, be doing a new budget, that was going to be doing a new city plan, 
um, a new municipal uh, health and wellbeing plan. So all of that for me was it for me was an exciting time, I think. And uh, and I and I still and I still say the same thing today. I'm I'm excited to be at the uh, at the forefront of of this council and uh, this community and leading them through. And and we and, and we keep we keep moving forward. You mentioned the opportunities that are on the horizon for us, but how has the City of Wyndham weathered the storm of the last 18 months? Have we come out of that in pretty good shape? I I think we have. We we were the hardest hit um, municipality this time last year when it came to COVID numbers. Uh, in all our council offices, uh, I wasn't part of council last year, but um, they were always at the forefront of discussions with the Department of Health and Human Services, with the uh, state governments, and um, and we continue to play in that space of being at the forefront. Yes, there's been challenges. You know, for Wyndham, we've had almost 4,000 cases since the pandemic started, and yes, there's been a huge impact on our local economy. Yes, people's mental health has been affected um, as a result of this, but at the same time, we're also looking at how can we change the way we do business? How do we reinvent things? How do we get back out there? How do we, you know, are there things that we did in the past that we shouldn't be doing and, and we, we reimagine the way we do things? You know, delivering uh, library services via uh, online portals, being able to connect to, uh, only this week actually, um, I was connected into a, a, a forum in Korea. Uh, we won an award for our learning cities. And being able to connect live to a conference in Korea from, uh, you know, the comfort of my lounge room yeah. and being, you know, being active in that space is something that we wouldn't have envisioned two years ago. So it's, it's about creating those new opportunities. So, um, yeah, so that's where we're sort of, we're weathering the storm well, I think, uh, given the complexities of, of, of COVID. The business of council doesn't stop in a pandemic. In fact, it probably was arced up. So, well, for a lot of people, the last 12 months uh, since November of last year when you were elected has probably dragged for them because they've been, uh, you know, under lock and key at home and all those things, working from home and schooling, all those things that are taking place. Has the last 12 months flown for you because the business of council has had to, you know, continue on at a furious rate? Oh, for sure, for sure. And I think um, something that, the other, the other levels of government have recognised is that local council is ultimately the closest tier of government to the people. And I think for this state and federal government, they, I don't think they re- realise that. And so here we are um, on the grassroots, at the grassroots level. We understand our community. We know our community best. So we know where the issues are in our community. And, and as a result of that, we become the conduit between us and state government, but the conduit between us and and the health department between us and, uh, and you know, say Western Health who are administering the vaccinations to say these are the issues on the ground and uh, how do, and how can your organisation, your tier of government help with our people? And that's gotten the message, the vaccination rates out there. That's assisted with um, uh, being on the forefront of, of outbreaks. That's, that's assisted in being on the forefront of, um, you know, any changes that are being made at a at a business level and so forth. And and that doesn't happen in isolation. I know, you know, the officers have been working 24-7, or maybe not 24-7, between them, they feels like they're, they're always on the go. They're, you know, the the former CEO, um, she was she was running a seven-day-a-week uh, 
organisation and she was on the go seven days a week. Uh, the new CEO landed, you know, at the start of August and he hit the ground running from day one. Um, and so the organisation has continued to move and, and has has needed to keep up because they've, they service the local people. We service those in our um the grassroots level and so once there's an issue at the grassroots level that that will then have a trickle effect to everyone else so yeah. it's yeah it's, it's definitely something that um is, is ongoing and and yeah it, it doesn't stop it has it is busy um and trying to find trying to find uh, even 10 minutes to, uh, to have a chat with you to, uh, <laughs> today yeah, it's uh, it's definitely Trying times. Uh, Adele, is the communication between the, the the levels of government been good uh, during this time? I mean, we've had issues in the past, as as everyone does, with uh, working with bureaucrats and stuff. Has it been uh, good, productive? From our perspective, we've um, w- we've had our finger to the pulse from from day one in this space, and we've got really good relationships with the other tiers of government. We've got great relationship with our local. Um, MPs, both at the state and federal level. So for us, um, we, we're able to keep those dialogues open. So I know we've had great communication. I know um, the whether it be the health, um, the health sector or the uh, the politicians or whatnot, they're, they're always a phone call away. And if they they can't help one of their their officers or their, the bureaucrats, will always be able to help. And they're they're always willing to work with us to. To address the issues, you know, we we were missing a seven day vaccination hub here in Wyndham. The officers and and the politicians were able to work uh, in that space to, to see what's now become Eagle Stadium, which is um, had the seven day the seven day hub there. And um, yeah, so we, we've we've had a good relationship, and uh, you know, it's something we we definitely pride ourselves in, and uh, we, we continue working in that space with all those levels of government. When you uh, when you came in, in in November of last year, there was there was a, a bit of a tarnish about the city of Wyndham because of the high rates of uh, of cases uh, that we had in the area. Did you have to address that, or did you move on quickly from uh, from that and get you know head down bum up type routine? One of the major issues that we found here in Wyndham, we've got a high proportion of our residents um, speak a language other than English. Something like fifty percent of our community speaks a language other than English. So for us. It's been about getting the message out there. It's not about people not wanting to do the right thing, but it's about the inability of them to understand the message because it's not spoken in the language. It's not communicated to them in a language that they understand. Um, And by the time the information is provided to them in a language that they understand, that information is already a week, two weeks, three weeks old, even a a month old. So we're we're always playing catch-up. We've had a great network of um, multicultural faith leaders and multicultural community leaders that we've been working with. And so what that's taught us is that the minute that there's an outbreak, to, to spread, the, spread the message to these uh, community leaders who are then able to spread it in the language of the people that they understand within their own communities. And that's made a significant uh, impact in the way that we've handled COVID. We're, we're a unique municipality, we're a young municipality, we've got a lot of casualised workers, it, it means that our workers and our residents can't work from home, they are out in the community having to pay for the mortgage, they are out in the community having to pay for school fees and and 
food on the table and so forth. And so they're not, they don't have the luxury of being able to isolate. And in, in, on top of that, we've got that um, community that don't speak English as a first language. And so there's those competing uh, interests that are there. So it's about trying to connect with those people and finding the best way of doing that. So I think we we learned from any issues that were had in, in 2020 and have definitely improved on those in 2021. So I think we've done a lot better this time around and, uh, and you know, we, we continue doing what we can uh, where we can. Yeah. Eagle Stadium has obviously been a, a, a great success, if you can use those words about uh, you know, something that's involved in the, uh, the, the sort of the pandemic area, but it has been a terrific uh, initiative. Well, we've just uh, clocked over 50,000 jabs there oh. at the start of this week. Uh, what are we today? Monday. It must have been over the weekend. We, we uh, clocked over 50,000 uh, jabs at... Uh, at uh, Eagle Stadium, and I was uh, I got my second dose last week, so I'm, I'm happy to probably be forty nine thousand <laughs> somewhere in, in that uh, in that number uh, late last week, and uh, you know fifty percent of our community has just uh, gotten it's their second uh, jab. So as of as of today, so that's hot off the press. Um, you know fifty percent of our community has got the second jab. We yeah. we were tracking something like high eighties yesterday about people that have had the first jab. So our community is doing what they can and uh, and that is partly thanks thanks to the fact that we've got a seven-day hub. We've got the ability to turn a 1,000 people through that centre, um, you know, on a daily basis and, and they're working really hard down there. And I was down there, as I said, last week and everyone was really good about it. Everyone, yeah. you know, patient, the line was uh, longer than I expected, but nevertheless, uh, it turned over, you know, they turned over quite quickly and everyone was eager and keen to, to do the right thing. Adele, it's been a really tough, as you mentioned, and challenging uh, 12 months, but it hasn't all been about COVID. I mean, obviously, there's other council business that uh, has uh, has gone ahead in the in the last 12 months. I mean, uh, or, or was COVID that overwhelming that uh, that uh, other stuff got put on the back burner or how did, how did that sort of work out? <laughs> No, I don't think it, it it wasn't that overwhelming. As I said, it, it provided us an opportunity to be able to review the way we do business and, and review the way we, uh, we, we we have to do a, a budget every year. At the start of a new council term, there's a legislative requirement that we need to uh, create a new community, uh, a new city plan, sorry. So with COVID in the background has, has enabled us to shape our city plan. COVID in the background has enabled us to, to focus on our budget. How do we contribute? So we've we've done all of that in line of yes, it'll it's business as usual, in, it, and so we still need our roads, we still need our community centres, we still need our um our footpaths and, and parks. So how how do we what what have we learned from COVID? People love spending time in the in the park, so that means let's focus on on our parks, let's focus on our roads, let's focus on our um parts or whatnot, and when when we've considered our, you know, putting our budget together, looking at our city plan as well. So it's it's uh, no, it hasn't been just uh, COVID, but definitely yeah. it's in the back of everyone's uh, mind about how do we continue on business as usual in that in that uh, area. Um, just explain to people how the uh, the mayoral situation works. You you came in as mayor in November. Now what what it's a, it's a twelve month uh, tenure. So, yeah. So what happens is um, all Positions are, are, are vacant at council for um, 
the end of uh, October last year. It uh, meant that all 11 um, councillors were re-elected or rather elected into the position. Uh, the 11 councillors will then um, select one person to lead them as mayor for, for a 12-month period and that role, um, that person holds that role for 12 months and then after that, uh, there will be a stat meeting in um, mid-November and uh, at the statutory meeting in November that the council will then elect a, another person to hold the, um, or another councillor rather, to hold that role for, for a further 12 months. So in theory, uh, any council could have, you know, up to four mayors within within a term of, um, of council and then um, the council will also make a decision about whether or not they wish to have a deputy mayor and, and the same again, the deputy mayor's, in theory, we'll have, there'll be up to four deputy mayors in that role within the four-year period or the four-year term. Now, I, I don't want to put you on the spot, and it's certainly a question you can you not answer. Are you interested in being mayor for for another year or not? I'm always interested in being mayor for another year. It's definitely something I'm, I'm interested in at the same time, um, something that if, uh, if my fellow colleagues feel the same, that's great. If they uh, feel that it's someone else's turn, that's fantastic as well. I'll, I'll be supportive of uh Whoever, whoever, whoever takes the reins, whoever the baton gets passed on to, I'll definitely support. Uh, I'll definitely be supporting them in the next twelve months. The old mayoral robes wouldn't have got much of a uh, trot out this year because there hasn't been any events to go to of, of any great significance, unfortunately. I agree. We did have we did manage to have a few citizenship ceremonies oh, in amongst a lockdown, so that was that was good. And uh, we've been we've moved to doing uh, citizenship ceremonies virtually these days. Yeah. So. I was able to drag them out um, a couple of weekends ago. Actually, we've got a few more citizenship ceremonies coming up in the next couple of weeks, so I'll, I'll get a I'll get aware of them before I have to hang them up uh, for, the, for this term. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, obviously, uh, I mean, uh, it's a bit hard to kind of pick a highlight out of this last twelve months. Really, I would I would imagine at this stage. I mean, in in a year's time, you might have a highlight or two, but uh, at the moment, is it hard for you to pick out something in the last twelve months that's that's been something you've got great satisfaction out of? I. Oh, I haven't thought about it, Kevin. Um, yeah, no, it's a, it's a difficult one. When, yeah, you're, yeah, when you're in the yeah. middle of the train line, it's it's difficult to think about, you know, what's what's happened behind you and what's yeah. happening ahead of you. Yeah, so I'm, I, I'll come back to you on that one. <laughs> no, I, that's I, what I mean. I knew it would be one of those questions that would... So, yeah, it's, it's, there's so much happening at the moment that uh, it's hard. I think for me coming back into the role after four years, because I've been on council for three terms. Yep. And... Um, so this is the start of the third, the third term and second time that I've been mayor. So for me, coming back into council after um, what I'm calling a four-year holiday, you know, it's, it's a completely different space. It's a lot. Uh, there's a lot going on. One probably the highlight um, would be hiring a new CEO yep. in the in the circumstances. I, you know, was there when we hired the last two CEOs at council and um, the great changes that Kelly Grigsby made uh, in her time while I was on holidays, as I'd like to say, um, and now having she set up a new orga, uh, a new structure within the organisation and so now that she's left Wyndham, having a new CEO come in there at a time where there's all this new change is probably an exciting exciting piece of work that we've um, we've done collectively as a as a council. So maybe the CEO recruitment would be maybe the um, a highlight of the last twelve yeah. uh, you know last twelve months or so and uh, 
No, look, let's be honest, getting through the last 12 months uh, and, and coming out the other end with the positivity you talked about earlier in this interview of what uh, what opportunities lie ahead of us, that is a that is undoubtedly a, a highlight I think you'll look back on in, uh, in, in, in future. I think so. I think... Um yeah, what as you said, what you know, when you're when you're amongst it, it's always hard to yeah. to look back uh, when you step out of the role and, and look back and go, "Geez, I've done all that," and oh, gee, we we did that as a collective. Um, yeah, that's when I'll say, "Wow, that, you know, some great work we did then." Absolutely. Uh, thank you so much for your time. I know you're busy and appreciate uh, the fact that you're sort of winding up uh, the, this term uh, as mayor, but uh, who knows what uh, what happens in the future and uh, thank you so much for spending some time with us on no the Talking Winner podcast. Thanks, Kevin, and uh, it was a pleasure speaking to you and uh, have, a great, have a great afternoon. My thanks to Adele and uh, good luck to her for the future, whatever that may hold, and it could be uh, being re-elected as Mayor again on the 17th of November. We'll keep you posted about uh, what happens there on this podcast, the Talking Wyndham podcast. Thanks for having a listen. Don't forget to check out the Committee for Wyndham's Facebook page, all the events that are coming up. Yes, we're going to have a calendar for 2022 with events in it and uh, some beauties too and some uh, great uh, networking opportunities and uh, some terrific opportunities for your business. So check out the Committee for Wyndham Facebook page and the website. Until the next time, I'm Kevin Hillier. Take care of yourself. Thanks for listening. Talking Wyndham is an initiative of the Committee for Wyndham. All the latest news and events are on our website and Facebook page.